Get Real Please Crown podcast. Thank you for joining me and my Elite Club Committee rock stars coming together today to do rapid fire Q&A. Um, because you know what? What better way to dive into a podcast than to pick people's brains and their brilliance. These three ladies are so um, on top of their game, growing, evolving in any market that we're in. They are my committee members to my elite club that I have. I'm like, let's get on a call and wrap out, ladies. So welcome, committee. Hello. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Cody, Linda, Morgan, ladies from different title companies all over the country. And we're just going to dive right in. So Cody, I'm going to start with you. What area are you in in years in title sales? I started in 2006, so 17 years uh, serving Hawaii and Idaho. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> Love it. Morgan. I have been in title for 10 years. The past five years have been in sales in Northern Colorado. All right. Thank you so much, Miss Linda. Um, 35 years in next month, all with Chicago in the Fresno Madera area, the heart of Central California. Right. See, we got people all over. Fantastico. So let's dive in. I want to know your guys' thoughts on the market today. We're in Q2 of 2023. What's the vibe? Uh, Linda? Um, the vibe is it's changing, obviously. It is um, interest rates, the fact now they're throwing this new thing out with uh, uh, Fannie Mae, that if you actually have great credit, you don't get as great advantage to the people that don't have good credit. So there's another um, obstacle that we get to overcome. But again, the people are always going to buy. They're always going to sell. Just keep plugging along. You know, you've been around 35 years. That's a lot of decades in this mm -hmm. business. That's a lot of markets. You've seen upticks. You've seen crashes. You've seen cycles. I mean, there's a lot. Cody, too. Right. You know, you, you've seen a lot. I've been in 25 years. I've seen a lot. You know, right. and this definitely is a twist and attorney time for sure. Um, I'm actually going to launch a podcast soon called The Curveball. My real estate roller coaster called The Curveball because all it keeps doing is throwing different things at us. Cody, what's yeah. your kind of perspective on the market today? I truly feel that there's so much positivity right now because we in title get to come in and really be the heroes. Um, I'm loving going out and talking to agents that have only been doing this for two and three years, the successful agents that have been doing this for two and three years and have had killer success. But now in this corrected market, they really don't know what to do. They don't know how to take the basic tools and put them to work. And that's where we get to come in and shine. Oh, I love that. I love, I love that, you know, to have that positive perspective. It's all in our minds. You know, if we think it's crashing down, things going to be a shit storm. That's what we're going to live. So I just, I love that perspective. Your attitude is spot on. Thank you so much. Morgan, what are your thoughts on the market? I mean, it had to happen, right? We had to get to this point at some point. We had three years of pretty crazy in our industry, like there was a lot of ups and downs with it. And what I'd love to see is this past market shift has really shaped people. You see the people that are putting in the work and if they're putting in the work, they're getting the results from it. Um, so I've kind of loved to be able to see that, to see that separating that drive and thrive from people. And you have, you know, it's not easy anymore. Deals aren't being handed to you and we're all having to work a lot harder. And I think it's going to separate out the big boys. Yeah, sure. like ladies, that. big girls. Big girls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, happy birthday, by the way. Thanks for joining us today on your birthday. Thank whoop, you. Whoop, whoop. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, you know, it's um 
It's one of those things, you guys, I love it. The harder you work, the more you're going to get, the more opportunities you're going to have. And I feel like your mindset plays a big role. It really absolutely does because there's business to be had mm -hmm. in any market. That's right. And Linda said that too. Right idea to share. Let's give them a nugget today. Let's drop nuggets, guys, because that's what we do. When we have our committee meetings. We're like nugget, nugget, idea, idea, nugget. Let's just go around the room. Morgan, give us a nugget today. Um, something big that I've been doing that's been helping a lot is really getting back to that authenticity piece, which has always been my word for everything. So I've kind of restructured my whole idea of sales and I'm focusing more on those authentic relationships. So if I hear of something that's a great tool, I'm throwing it in pulse, I'm adding tags to people to make sure that when I'm reaching out to my clients, it's for something specific that is genuine to them, not just a broad, hey, try AI or hey, try this. It's a hey, this is a really great book by an author that I think you're going to like because I know you have interest in finance as well. Having more specific targeted approaches with clients is huge right now. It means a lot to them too. It does. I like how you used authenticity as like a nugget, right? We don't tend to do that. We just throw out a tool and we throw out a new app and we throw out a new the. So I like how your thing is like kind of custom and personalized mm -hmm. service and um, hearing them. Guys, our best tool we have is our ears, by the way, just so you know, like that listening piece to identify, I love. Thank you so much. Linda, give us a nugget, some bright idea. So um, as far as a bright idea, are you, and on the sales side, I do the same thing every day. And I really think that you have to be consistent and persistent in your job so I would say that's the biggest nugget that I, I could pass on. And that means every day at the same time, I do the exact same things from the gratitude from the orders of the next day, the listing letters, the 10-day check-ins. I do all of that, that first hour that I'm here, which is part of my two-hour prospecting, right? So I'm doing, I'm doing the part, nuts and bolts of it first before I go on to whatever I need to do. So, and that is something about just be to me, persistency and consistency is the best thing you can do because nobody is going to do the same thing you are. And people will flake in, flake out, do whatever they, they might try something you're doing, but they're not going to do it consistently. Love so that. it's, that's great advice. That's great advice. A routine is your friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, Linda. Cody, what do you have for us today? I am all about Linktree right now. I think that it is a fantastic tool. There is so many different people coming after realtors and lenders, wanting them to pay for this or having them invest in that and really kind of sorting through some options that are free for them to use. Um, Linktree is really something that can help people stay in front of their prospects, clients, and spheres in between the real estate transaction, we are kind of at a, a phase in this market cycle where it's going to be a longer amount of time before somebody's buying and selling again and, and doing that repeat process. So how are you showing up? What are you providing to stay in front of them and add value? Uh, Linktree, most people use it as that one link in social media. Take it and go further with it. It's free to build. Have a uh, favorite hikes around your market. Have your favorite day trips around your market. Have all of your clients' vendor, uh, their landscapers, house cleaners, everything that they are constantly asked for, branded to them in a link tree that they're able to share out. QR code can be printed and put on their print marketing, their sign writers, the back of their business cards, and email links into their monthly email blasts. Free to wow, book. and there's no charge? No charge. Wow. 
That's so great. One Thank of the things that. that I did was happy hour list. So put together where all your happy hours are and then people have it. It lives on their phone and it's branded to you. So, oh my God, I love that. Keep those ideas flowing right now for us because I really feel like that's an amazing, cool new thing where it's just like one click. It just gets you to all that information immediately. I love that. Um, very good. Thank you for that. You guys, we're going to move on to advice for someone who's struggling or has a dip in their orders. Let's give them some advice today. Let's talk about lifting up some of that energy and some of their spirits. Morgan, kick us off on this. My biggest advice in this space is double down. Double down on everything you're doing if you're feeling a dip. If you want 10 orders a day and you're getting five, double your calls, double the contacts you make with people. It's impossible to not, like statistically, that's just how it shows. The more work you do, the more results you're going to get switch it up. If something was working for months and now you're seeing a dip in your orders, maybe that's not working anymore. We have to be able to agree and adjust. We don't have to necessarily agree with what's happening, but we agree that it's happening to us and we have to adjust our trajectory. Um, so just making those changes you need to make and doubling down on what you're doing. Love that. Love that. Especially, you know, poker player. So I love the double down. <laughs> Very good, Morgan. Thank you so much. Cody, what are we going to do or somebody's struggling or dipped in their orders? Find 12 new fresh ideas, figure out how you can put them to use and bring it to market, bring it to market consistently, go out and do your follow-up, your presentations, everything centered around that one thing, learn it, know it, own it, take it out and just hustle until you don't have to introduce it anymore. Amen. Love it. Linda. The same as uh, Morgan, I would say double down on it. I would also say find things that people are interested in to have those conversations. Uh, at least on your last podcast with Jordan, I really liked that. He said, essentially brand yourself as you are the best, right? Let people know that. Make sure you tell them that you are, you're there to do that. Ask Can we talk about that for one second? I just want to tap on that. People are listening right now. We have a real hard time saying we're the best or a compliment, or I was in the top 1% in California where people think like, could that come off braggy or or, or whatnot. Why are we hiding our brilliance when they're facts and statements? And it's a feeling, you know, I feel like I'm a really great coach. Why can't we say that? Why is that not okay? Or maybe it is okay. We just think it's not okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people ask me things or awards I've won or this or that I'm sharing and telling why, because you're going to learn you're, you're, it's it, people are interested in this stuff. You're going to learn about the person who's about to coach you. I'm not going to hide behind victories. I'm not going to hide behind failures. Sorry. Nope. Sharing them. So I'm glad you said that. Share your yeah, brain. I agree. And, and the fact that tell people that, you know, share it, share your experiences. I have a great advantage in being here as I am the oldest rep, not age wise, but business-wise in the area. And I can monopolize on that. I really can because the people that have only been in there a year or two have, don't have the experience, don't have the knowledge and use it to your advantage. So if you are struggling or you're just trying to find that niche, find something that you're so good at that you can say, I'm the best at this. Yes. Right? And own it. Yeah. Own how awesome you are. Huge. I'm going to add a little piece of advice. Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I pitched it a thousand and two times. Here's a thousand three, because if you can take good care of yourself in the morning before you kick off work and life and this and that, when you can have that time to take care of yourself in the morning, and if it's meditation, exercise, stretching, breathing, eating in silence, having your coffee or tea in quiet, praying, 
a gratitude journal. If you could do these things before you kick off your day, you're a different person. I'm going to guarantee you, you got to read that book by Hal Elrod. It was amazing. Um, aside from that mindset, people are struggling because this guy got itself in a blender or it's all, you know, the wheels popped off or, you know, things are just getting so disarray and it just keeps piling and piling and piling. It comes from, you have to have some lists. You got to write down the things that we need to get done. You got to write down. If you're having challenges, write down your challenges, write down if you can control it or not, and write down the solution, that tool, that assignment, that system, it'll change your day, but you got to activate it, you know? Okay. How do you, you know, I just want to kind of tap on this. How do you just do it? right? Who wants to chime in? How do you just do it? Like there's, there's so much advice flying around, do this, you know, do, 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 do that. Like if you, if you get onto this thing or do that app or do this system, I mean, it, it's like the world is filled with all this advice. So can we talk about like the doing, how do you do it? Like, I'd love something tactical to share to the group and who has something off the cuff that you want to share? Nothing vague, like, you know, just straight up tactical. What can we do? How do we just do it? You just got to try something. I mean, that's the biggest piece is any tool I get, any pitch I have, anything that's brought to me as a try this out for your clients. I take the time and energy to try it myself. I always joke that I try to break every product and every tool I pitch to someone else, because if I can figure out how to break it and fix it, there's nothing I can't tell that client it can't do. But you have to take the time and energy to figure out if it's a tool that's worth your time. And I think finding those tools and the ideas that are genuine to you and being comfortable saying, that's great, this may be a big thing, but it doesn't work for me. And so I'm not going to try to force it. Not forcing the tools and the products that aren't a good fit for you or your people is an acceptable way to be a salesperson. I think we forget that. We get overwhelmed. You're so busy and you're growing so much. How do you have time to stop and do and check out a new tool fully and figure it out? How do you do that? Sometimes it means I suck it up. And on a Saturday, I may take an hour where I'm down in my basement doing something different. You just got to suck it up. That's the tactic. That's the tactic. This is the piece that's missing for people when we say all these things that sound great and click and make sense. But it's the tactical piece that gets people lost. See, what you said before was like, oh, that's so great. Oh, what do you do? But the secret was it's because you have to bite the bullet and maybe you want to go out and enjoy your day Saturday, but you spent half hour, 45 minutes learning it. That was me. I spent a lot of nights and weekends on the extra things to um, create, you know, absorption, learning or getting things done. Cody, do you want to add something to that? I think that you just have to carve out that quiet time. Uh, For me, I've always said that this industry, real estate in general as a whole is a business that will keep you up at night. And so how you use that energy, um, whether you're sitting with something quietly, figuring it, figuring out how to implement it or apply it to your business or something that you might've heard that you're, you're wanting to dive into. This is the type of stuff that I literally do on my phone in bed and how I fall asleep. And I know that's not healthy. And I know we're not supposed to have the blue light and all that stuff, but it's what feeds my brain. And it's actually uh, where I get a little bit of creativity in this sales job. So I like being able to have everything available to me and me honing in to find out how I want to showcase it. So um, dive in. Very good. Thank you. Appreciate that. And I think we all have things we shouldn't, you know, we all do that. Like I should be doing that, but you know, it all works. What works and clicks for you is what interests me. Um, Let me ask you this, Linda, let's talk about time wasters for a second. What are time wasters that t- that title people really should not do or focus on. Is there anything that comes to mind? 
I have a couple of customers that sometimes you just can't please, right? You do whatever you can. And um, my philosophy is the best advice I could give is 100% of nothing is still nothing. So if somebody's somebody's upsetting you and they don't use you, don't let them, you know, stand up for yourself. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's the best. I just, I stay away from the time wasters. I stay away from the drama. I, I just leave it alone. Yeah. Thank you. You know, what comes up for me is when people are doing their prospecting or their mm-hmm. social media stuff and they do way too much research in between. It gets me. If you need a research, that's a different time block. When you're calling your phone, you're calling, you're dialing your notes and pulse, you're doing da, 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 right then and there, you know, or, or, or whatnot. Like I just too much distraction in a task becomes debilitating and uh, doesn't come off as good. Morgan, what do you think? I was going to say, just avoid those energy vampires in your life. Those people like Linda, like you said, the ones that just suck the life out of you and be comfortable with acknowledging the fact that no is a complete sentence. You can say no to things. If you're asked to be a part of tons of groups or, hey, join this committee or volunteer at this golf tournament, if there's no logical ROI, saying no is completely acceptable and give yourself like don't spend time and energy on stuff that is going to take a lot of time to build up um just be comfortable with setting those boundaries and saying no you're absolutely right i love how you said no is a complete sentence period that was was so good (laughs) well it's true down really quick I think also what you're adding to the time wasters is saying yes to everything i coached a gal that said i go to 14 events a month and her business hasn't grown in three years. So just if anybody's curious, when you say yes to everything, you're not growing. Cody, did you want to add something to that? Feelings. Number one time waster is feelings. The sales mind, we're seeing what we need to do on our list. And a lot of the times we're like, I don't feel like doing that. Or it feels better to me to do this. Um, you got to stick to your list. You got to do the hard stuff first and don't feel your way out of it. I stood up on that. I just had to, you got a standing O for me. I don't think I've ever stood up in a podcast, but I got to tell you guys right now, that is so good. That was, I just love how you articulated that. You got to stick to your list. What are the activities we need to do to create that success? You got to stick to that. That was so well said. Thank you. Keller's motto is the activities you do today pays you in 90 days, right? So I use that in my own life with my own business, because it is the activities you you do today will pay you in 90 days. I don't think we talk enough about the activities. I really don't. I really don't. And it creates such a spin out for people. And there's so much overthinking and over worrying and over processing and just fear based. It's like activity, do the activity. <laughs> okay. Um, where do you see the most lead flow based on one or two or three of this activity word we're using? What what activities can you be doing today, Cody, that is going to get you on that appointment? Calls, presentations, and text messages. Thank you. Morgan. Mine is just listening, listening to what your clients say. Find the hidden message and the things that they're doing, whether they're doing a social media post. A lot of times, if you just spend a little bit more time focusing on what they're asking you without asking you, you hone in on that. It's the easiest way to lock that in. Same thing with follow-ups. You got to follow up with people consistently. It's not three touches and I let them go. It's I'm at eight or I'm at nine. Don't give up on people just after three. 
Right. Did you know that whole like between the fifth and the 12th touch is where the magic happens? So when you're calling one, two, three, four and you fall off, you missed it. You missed it. Um, okay. Is there anything else? Like if somebody said, how are you had big growth, Morgan, you're, you're one of my stories where you just grew, grew, grew. So someone listening is I want to grow like Morgan. How did you grow? Uh, I keep going back to this authenticity piece, but for me, that's what it was. If, if it was a client that didn't serve me, I didn't really care about the amount of business they did, honestly. And I'm sure my boss would be like, don't ever say that again. But I didn't because I would rather spend time and energy growing people's business that are going to stay loyal to me because those people, sometimes it's what's the newest, coolest thing you have. And there's always someone knocking at their door, asking if they've watched the bachelorette the night before. And if they want to meet with you, like, that's how I mind myself up is there someone else knocking on my client's door so if I have these genuine authentic relationships and I'm actually finding the needs my clients have they're not going to go anywhere so it's easier to grow when I don't have concerns that my people might be looking another direction very good thank you Linda where's your lead flow come from um, basically those those things I do in the morning I will tell you every day that I do those I get something from it and so from the gratitude, from the orders, from that, anything that I can do on that side of it. Um, I have relationships with the managers in most of the offices that admit a new person comes in the door. They're like, call Linda, right? And sitting down with those kind of people and, and try listening. Like Morgan said, you got to listen to what they want to do. You can't just throw up on them and give them every tool in your arsenal because they may, they're not going to use it, right? Don't waste your time training them something they're not going to do. Find out what they want to do in real estate, how serious they are. And I'm not necessarily going after that top, top person. I'm going after the, the just below them, the more consistent person, the one without the egos, the things like that, that we like and the collaboration. I mean, you know, from my collaboration with Christy, we had a huge success in the escrow and title um, and escrow and sales collaboration. And I think if you don't do that with your escrow officer, you're missing the boat. Yes. I think that's a huge piece title people is the partnership with mm -hmm. escrow is just so imperative for next level, you know, for just rising, growing, evolving, and getting that lead flow that you're both one selling behind the desk, one selling out in the field. You guys are, you know, both working in that direction. I want to throw out a couple of activities when I was a title executive, mm -hmm. I'll say my edge and where I went from good to great was having the most bomb ass one-on-one -on -one presentation. When I would meet with somebody, I was like, look, they could be anywhere in the world. They're sitting in front of me and they have a title relationship. I'm locking them up. I'm going to give them an experience they've never had with another title rep. That was number one. Number two, I just didn't have excuses around prospecting. And title people, listen up. You guys, a lot of these people listening out in the world, even at the top of their game, there's a lot of excuses around prospecting because it's not the most fun thing to do in the world, but man, does it come with results? And the more you do it and the more you're after it. And again, even like the gals were saying, like, it's not just calls. I mean, it's texting, it's videos, it's, you know, teaching these classes. That's all a form of prospecting people. That was non-negotiable for me. Non-negotiable for me. Hey, wrapping it up. I love the rapid fire. This is so fun. <laughs> Cody in life or business. What do you know for sure? Love wins. Uh, when in doubt about anything or not knowing what you need to do or exhausted or feeling beat up or overwhelmed, love wins, put more love into it and it'll all work out. Oh. You choke me up. <laughs> <laughs> just because I've been feeling so awful, like breaking my wrist and just so... 
things are hard right now. Things, things are hard. hard. It is hard right now. You know, I just, I have to say this. I just texted my girlfriend and I go, your son's birthday is in nine days. What does he want? She writes me back. I'm so busy and I am so overwhelmed and I am so not in my body. I'll reply to you Friday. It's Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to sprinkle love on that. Linda and life or business. What do you know for sure? Consistent and persistent gratitude. Um, That is the only things you can control. You can't control anybody else. So just be you and, and go for it. I mean, just that the gratitude is the biggest thing, really appreciating everything that you're getting from somebody because not everybody's doing that. I love that you said that part of your time blocks in that morning hour is in gratitude is with your letters. Mm -hmm. I'm not enough. People are sending out thank yous for all the things. Someone busts a favor and they're a receptionist. Thank you. Escrow officer stayed an hour later. A thank you. It could be a text. It could be a call. It could be email. People open an order. You guys, they have tons of people to choose from. They open an order. They need a thank you. You know, I just, I, the gratitude piece is massive. Thank you for that. Morgan in life or business. What do you know? I have two things. The biggest thing I know is it's okay to ask questions and you have to ask those questions and you have to unapologetically say you don't understand something. And if you don't understand it, don't apologize, ask the question, learn all you can. And secondly is approach every interaction with empathy and respect and it'll get done somehow. If you approach every interaction you have with those two things in mind, you're going to set yourself apart. You're not just in it for the deal. You want a relationship with these clients and with your fellow employees. You don't just want an order. You want a relationship. I love that. That was the other thing I got out of Jordan's, you're in Jordan's thing is don't fake it. Don't act Mm -hmm. like you know the answer, right? Yeah, ask questions. Ask questions, say, I don't know, I'm going to get back to you, right? There's a lot of anxiety around that. Like, I'm really glad you brought that in as everything in the world that you know for sure. It's ask questions. I just coached 10 brand new people started this week in title. So they don't know anything. I said it four times in in this call. Please ask me questions. None are dumb. When I started 25 years ago, I felt, and I feel like I would ask like, Hey, what's an endorsement? And they would like, how do you not know you're entitled? And I would feel dumb. And so then I stopped asking, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have all these things that you all do today, but you know what you have is relationships and people. And to me, you can ask any of us as a committee, you can ask your manager, you can ask, um, you know, a colleague, people in the industry, do you know many realtors? I asked questions about certain things and other escrow officers that I would ask their opinions because I wasn't, I, I wasn't going to grow without, look, questions should always be a thing, right? No matter what Oprah's asking questions, right? Michael Jordan's asking questions. JLo's asking questions. Like we never stop. It never stops. You guys, thank you. So I, I want to have you on for 52 hours. That's how much I love to pick your guys's brains and I just want the world to see how amazing each and every one of you are. I'm honored to have you part of my committee. Thank you for your contribution, keeping me on my toes, challenging me, pushing me like the, the things that are changing and evolving in my elite club is just like, it makes me giddy. It's because of you guys. So thank you so much. I love you all. Happy birthday, Morgan. Thanks for your time today. Mwah. Happy birthday, Morgan. Bye. Happy birthday, Morgan. Bye. Thanks, Bye. coach.